My name is Jack Bandera, and this is the Sports Einstein, the place you should go for regular sports news and highlights. I'm 11 years old, and I have a passion for sports. Once a week, you will get a handful of sports news, interesting stories, and highlights. I will talk about sports including football, baseball, and basketball. Let's get ready to rumble! On this edition of the Sports Einstein, I will be doing something a little bit different. Summer is just getting underway, and if you want a safe place to have fun outside, I would suggest going to the beach. And one of the main activities to do at the beach is surf. And I've been surfing for a couple years now, and I really like it. So if you haven't been surf, if you haven't learned to surf yet, here's the top five things to learn if you um, are a beginner. For, number one is the learning curve. Surfing is one of the hardest and most complex sports in the world because it you can't really predict what's what's going to happen every day. Not every wave is the same, and sometimes it's just some people get. Have, get really lucky and get a good wave, and you cannot get one. So what the first thing to understand is you're not everybody has a different day, and you're not going to be great every day. So you just got to get over that you're not going to be the best surfer out there every single day. Number two is the importance of your surfboard. Sur- every in every sport there is there's a special it's the equipment is super special, but especially in surfing the surfboard matters pretty much everything because it is so different because it's shaped so different. And not always the newest model of a surfboard is the right. It's just whatever. It's just your opinion on what is the best surfboard. So I wouldn't always be buying the most expensive or the most the newest model. I would be doing your best. Try out so many surfboards when you're young, and you'll eventually find the one you like and just stick to that one throughout your surfing career. Number three is choosing an adequate surf spot. Every surf spot is different for its own reason. It's so hard to choose which one, but just try out a lot of different surf spots by you. And if you don't like one, just don't go back to it because there's so many different other ones. Each spot is different. Some are rocky, some are sandy. Rocky waves roll more, but if you fall, they hurt. As the sandy beaches, the waves crash harder, but when you fall, they don't hurt as much. I prefer rocky beaches because the waves roll and it's a nice, easier, long wave, but you could have a different opinion. And if you find the right beach to learn at, and you'll be a great, you'll learn how to surf greatly. I've learned at Tohini and Sano, and they've been amazing beaches to learn at. And sometimes the beach that you learn at isn't always the best one when you get better. But for me, I'm still learning, so I love Tohini and Sano. The fourth one is have have someone show you the proper technique. Don't just get out to into the water and not know the proper technique on how to surf. First, try it out like paddling. Just have the board on concrete and just be like paddling and try to push up. Or being in a pool helps. Or when you go out there the first time, have someone be right next to you on a board and push you into the waves. It is really fun when you don't really have to work as hard to surf when you're learning. Just being feeling the wave push you into the wave, push you. And it's a little nerve-wracking the first time if you get pushed by hard and you get sucked under. That's why you like having a person out there that has been a really good surfer and knows how to surf. And they will help you with the proper technique. And number five is learn the rules. This is probably the most important rule is learning the rules. Just because if people sometimes in the water, if you don't know the rules and you're going all over the place, cutting them off, they will not like you. The first rule is don't drop in. Dropping in is choosing the right wave for your ability. And if if you're if it's a huge wave and you're not ready for it, it's not good. And if you 
dropping in also is cutting someone off. If they're on the way first and you're in front of them and you paddle and you cut them off so they can't ride it all the way in, just let them go. If you're whoever is the, gets on the way first should have it, and not normally more than two people can get a good wave on each wave. The number two rule is to choose the right wave for your ability. Don't choose a big wave that you're not ready for as you'll get hurt, probably get hurt, and you'll get sucked under. Just take the small waves, and as you get better, you can build yourself up for the bigger waves. So that's one of the main rules. And the third rule, probably the most important rule, is respect the locals or someone who has more experience than you. The locals, it's their beach, and they don't really like tourists. In my opinion, I don't really like tourists on my beaches. So respect the locals and don't be mean to them. Also, if they have more experience on you, don't let and if it's a big wave, let them have it. It They've been surfing for longer than you probably. and so let them have the wave if they have more experience than you. And you can normally tell when they have a surfer has more experiences than you do. For this segment, I will be giving my predictions for the NBA playoffs if it stays the same in Orlando. They are going to have a couple extra games, but I'm my prediction is it'll all stay the same and nothing will change. So... Let's get this started. So the Lakers will be playing the eight seed Grizzlies, and my prediction is the Lakers will be the Grizzlies in five. The Lakers have won the series series against the Grizzlies, but the Grizzlies did win a game against them this year. So I think the Lakers will take hand of them in five, but I think the Grizzlies will give them a run for the money. They blew them out in game one and three in this this season series, but it was a one point win uh, in the game two of the series, and the Grizzlies took the last game pretty single handedly. As John Moran had a great game. So I think the Grizzlies will take a game, but the Lakers will take a pair of them pretty easily, winning in five. And then the number four seed against the number five seed will be the Oklahoma City Thunder and the Utah Jazz. And I think this will be one of the greatest, the best series in the first round of the playoffs. My prediction is it's tough. I think the Thunder will actually upset the Nuggets in this one. Just because the Nuggets or the Jazz have had so much controversy around them that I don't think they'll be the same. And I think the Thunder will take care of them. This They've been an underdog team. So crazy. But I think Thunder will upset this team and take take advantage of their uh, controversy. So I think the, J- the Thunder will beat the Jazz in seven. So next up, we have the three-seeded Nuggets against the six-seeded Rockets. And the Rockets would be... Such a huge disappointment if they lost in the first round, trading all those first-round picks to get Russell Westbrook. And I expect the Nuggets to beat the Rockets in six. It would be crazy if the Rockets would lose, like I said, but the Rockets just haven't been that good this season. Jokic would dominate in the series with no center. The Rockets would just wouldn't have it. Jamal Murray is a great defender. He would take care of uh, the, peop- the players on the outside, and Gary Harris is also a great defender. Michael Porter Jr., Jokic will kill the Rockets in the series. I have the Jazz beating the Rockets in six. And then Clippers, Mavericks, great series here. But I expect the Clippers to beat the Mavericks in five. I'm a great Clippers fan. I love Luka Doncic, though. But they're just a young team. Kawhi would lock down Luka. Kristaps would dominate the series, but I think Clippers would be able to handle him. Nobody would be able to stop Kawhi and Paul George. I say the Clippers beat the Mavericks in five. So now onto the semifinals. We have the Clippers against the Nuggets. Bad matchup for the Nuggets. They don't really have anybody to stop the Kawhi on the perimeter. 
I see the Clippers take care of them pretty easily in five. Nuggets would win a game because Jokic would dominate again against, but Harold would take advantage, would take care of him. So he would only really kill him in the uh in the starters. But I think they would double him in the paint, be able to make it a game plan around him. I think Clippers would win this game series pretty handily and beat the Nuggets in five. Now we have the Lakers against the Thunder. This would be a sweep for the Lakers, in my opinion. Thunder were a great Cinderella story. They beat one in the first round, but I don't think the the Thunder have much stout fire power to stop LeBron and AD and all the surrounding pieces around them. I say the Lakers take care of this pretty handily, sweep them. Now we got Clippers, Lakers, the Battle of LA, great series. I definitely think this game is going to go to seven. And I don't want to be biased, but I think the Clippers are a better team with Kawhi and eight uh, Paul George. Kawhi would lock up LeBron. The Clippers, I think, have a better supporting cast for their two stars with Harrell, Lou Williams, Marcus Morris. As after LeBron and AD, they kind of fall off. They've got a good big man duo, but nothing really else. They Rondo would be, I think, show as a liability. And I think Clippers win in seven. So that is my Western Garbage prediction. I think the Clippers move on. So now we have... Bucks one seed against Magic eight seed. I think the Bucks beat them in five. If I and it's going to be huge that Jonathan Isaac is going to come back and he'll be able to lock up uh, Giannis for a little bit. I think the Magic do take a game with Mark Kell full resurgence, but I think the Bucks win this game, the series pretty handily four to one. Now we have the four seed against the five seed Heat against Pacers. Now this series, if it would have been Heat Sixers, great series. But if it's it's Heat Pacers, I think the Heat beat them in the Pacers in six. I like Bam. I like Jimmy Butler. I don't think the Pacers would really have anybody to stop Bam. I mean, I guess you could put Miles Turner on him. Victor Oladipo is not the same as he used to be, so Jimmy Butler would kind of crush him. And Jimmy Butler's just bigger, faster. So I think Jimmy Butler would actually kill the Pacers in this series. So I think the Heat beat the Pacers in six. So now we got... The Boston Celtics going up against the Philadelphia 76ers. This would be a great series. This game would, this series would, I think the, Phil, the Boston Celtics would beat Philly in six. Boston Celtics are an underrated team. They're one of the most underrated teams to win a championship this year. The Sixers, I don't think their chemistry is that great. They have so much star power, but I think the Celtics would take care of them pretty easily, winning in six. And then our last, Nets, Raptors. Nets don't have Kyrie, don't have KD. Raptors sweep. Nothing really to say. Raptors are just a better team. Now we got our second round, semifinals. We have the Heat going up against the Bucks. This is an interesting series. The Bucks, I think, are a little overrated, except for Giannis. They're really, and Chris Middleton, this team's a little overrated in my opinion. I think the Heat take them to five or maybe six. I would say six because Bam, I think, would dominate in the series. I think the Bucks win in six. Close series, though. More than people would would question. I think Jimmy Butler would be guarded by Giannis, but Bam would be either guarded by Chris Middleton, which wouldn't work, or if Chris Middleton's guarded by Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Butler would dominate. There's just no one to stop Bam. So I think it would be a close series, but Bucks take care of them in six. And then we got Raptors going up against Celtics. This is a very interesting matchup. Probably one of the best series in the Eastern Conference. But I think... It goes to seven. It's tough for me to say. I think the Celtics beat them in seven. Just because they have two two stars 
And the Raptors have been so good this season going through all the injuries, but Kemba and Jason Tatum, Jason Tatum will dominate the series. I think the Celtics beat him a seven. Great series, though. One of the best in the Eastern Conference. And then we have Bucks, Celtics. Like I said, I think the Bucks are overrated. I'm going Celtics in seven. Tatum would guard Giannis. Kemba would pretty much dominate against um, Eric Bledsoe, in my opinion. I think the Celtics are a better team. I just got to say, the Bucks. I don't... I mean, Giannis is so, so good. But if you can have a guy, if you double him in the paint, force him to shoot more jumpers, I think the Celtics are a better team. I go Celtics in the finals against Clippers. Now, because I'm a Clipper fan, I'd be so excited if we played the Celtics against the Bucks instead of the Bucks. My decision this game would be actually a closer se- uh, series than, than more people would think. I think this game would go to six, but the Clippers would beat the Celtics in six. I don't want to be biased. But I think the Clippers are the best team in the league. I think the Clippers would beat the Celtics in six. Kawhi would be your finals MVP. And it would be a single-handedly great, great playoffs if that's how it played out. So I'm excited to see how the NBA turns out. It's going to be very interesting to see um, how it's going to turn out in Disney World. Thank you for watching this edition of the Sports Einstein. My uploads are every Tuesday around 3.30 to 4.30 uh, Western time. So be sure to look out for those episodes every Tuesday. And it will be very interesting as there's not a lot of news. So it will be very creative episodes. So be sure to look out for those and good night sports.